Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, Alistair, before we start the podcast, yes, uh, I have some really exciting breaking Andy's financial situation news. I realize yeah. we haven't talked about my financial situation for a long time yeah. on on the show, but um, uh, just as we're about to hit record, uh, you will know this, Alistair. I got a call from the mechanic telling me that my car, that my entire family needs to drive in, <laughs> and my new baby needs to ride in. My baby is arriving next week. My car is broken and will cost more to fix than the car is worth in money. Andy, I and thought you were <laughs> going to have a, I thought you were going to have another announcement that I could then make fun of your financial problems. Uh. You know, by undercutting your wonderful announcement. But the fact that now you make fun of yourself with your own financial problems is a is a well. wonderful thing. I think for a long time I've been making fun of myself um, by the way I get into these situations, and mm, that's true. It's, I, I'm, I'm just yes, I'm just trying to take back control of the narrative. Well, that's great, um, Andy. Yeah, it's you the are, only thing that I can take control of now that yeah, my car is no longer you're, you're, on the road. You're taking back the term "poor loser." <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alice, you got any announcements? Uh, yeah, you could buy tickets to my comedy festival show. See, that's <laughs> if you great. Want. Uh, Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Check it out on uh, Google. And if you buy tickets to Alistair's comedy festival show, mm-hmm. then maybe he will, next time we catch up, offer to pay for the coffees. And that's right. that, in turn, feeds back into me and helps me in my financial situation. <laughs> so every little bit counts. And this has been another <laughs> mini episode of Andy's Financial Problems <laughs> right before we go into the two in the think tank. You ready? Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy. I'm Alistair George William Trombley Virtual. And Andy, for the first time, I think both of our both of our our music inputs I think were in the same style. They were both in the same tone and style. They had a they both had a kind of like you know, 80s, 70s kind of synth vibe. Yeah, okay. Synth well, that's, funk, that's great. maybe. Yeah. I've been listening to a bit of The Weeknd recently, and oh, he's got you? a bit of that, that influence in some of his music, I think. That's so. great. I didn't know yeah. you were a big Weeknd Remy's, fan. Remy's, our, our youngest son, his favorite song, our current youngest yeah. son, the incumbent youngest son, mm-hmm. is, um, uh, is a song called Starboy. Starboy? Yeah, includes a lot of words that I'm not completely sure our son should be enjoying in a song. But mm. that's okay. He well, <laughs> doesn't uh, know what they mean. <laughs> well, my child, who is seven, watches a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race with Indiana. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and so Otis's big thing now is, is, is some saying like, hey, Otis, okay, I'm going to go to a gig. Otis says, okay, see you, daddy. And before you go, don't fuck it up 
All right. I feel comfortable about this. Yeah, I feel very comfortable with this. I mean, that's actually pretty cool, though. Yeah. I bet that actually makes you feel, puts a spring in your step. It does actually put some uh, a spring, if not uh, at least one of those... Uh, one of those sort of blades that you put on somebody who doesn't have legs. Mm. Um, you know, one of those running mm. blades. Yeah. It's, a shame, yeah. it's a shame they call them a blade. Oster, Oscar Pistorius. <laughs> yeah, Oscar Pistorius style running leg blades. Um, mm. But it is a shame that they call them a blade because I, of course, bought one on uh, AliExpress thinking I could use it to chop up my vegetables. <laughs> and I tell you what. The day that I had a uh, disability advocate over for dinner, boy, <laughs> was my face red. <laughs> um, Alistair, uh, a common, like, we're not doing it so much anymore. Yeah. But back in the era when, um, you know, internet comedy was things X say or things X don't say, right? Mm. Remember that? Yeah. Um, there was also a lot of stuff that was like, let's take a child's conversation and have it spoken by adults, or let's get kids and get them to talk like they're having an adult, pretend like they're having a business meeting, you know, that kind sure. of thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think we should bring that back. I think that was a really fun and exciting time in comedy, and I'm I'm sad that that wave has broken. So, so we I are, think we should we, come up with some new twists on that. Like, what are some different ages that we could mm. do? What if we got a conversation, right? We record a conversation. It's it's 60-year-olds yeah. talking, but then we get that acted out by 95-year-olds. Mm. I mean, I think, oh, that, I mean, that could be very good. And they go, oh, I'm thinking about retiring, <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, exactly. But Jimmy's, you know, Jimmy's just finishing high school. No, I don't know. Yeah. How old. Wow, and, late, uh, yeah, late father. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, think about it. Oh, no. Yeah, no, you're right. That is a very late father. I was like, <laughs> is that what normally happens? But I don't think that's the case. Because, yeah, yeah, because I guess if you're, a th- if you're a 30-year-old and then your kid turns 30, but then why is your kid finishing high school at 30? That <laughs> just raises more questions. Yeah, but then I guess, but Andy, you know, let's say somebody mm. was almost 40 and about to have a kid. Um, mm. Let's say then when their kid finishes at 18, you're sort of almost 58. Yeah, I, I guess in that hypothetical scenario, I could imagine that. That's actually Grandpa. scaring me a fair bit, Alistair. That's <laughs> making me feel, I'm going to say, quite bad. So you take that back. <laughs> you, you take that back. <laughs> You take that back what I did. You take that back what I did. <laughs> you take that back that accurate description of the of events. That's mathematically true <laughs> statement. You take that back what I did. Um So uh, is there a sketch in that? Is there a sketch in that? I don't know. Um, um yeah. Uh, let's I see. Mean, somebody getting upset and saying you take that back. <laughs> um, uh, somebody doing doing mathematics. Somebody adding two numbers together, and the other person saying you take that back. You take that back. But I hate the number two. But yeah. you realize that you and I, um, you're one and I'm one, and t- together mm. we're two. So you take that back. I'm never going to be too. What, what about this? You know, they say facts don't fa- care about your feelings. Maths yep. doesn't care about your feelings. What about we invent a new kind of maths that does care about your feelings? Mm. 
Oh, see, that is nice. Yeah. I mean, the interesting em- thing is em- actually em- nothing except em- for people, are, <laughs> except for some people that do care about your feelings, right? Rocks don't care about yeah. your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, true. Sky, Sky doesn't care about your feelings. <laughs> but um, it but looks like if, it does because it's crying, because it sometimes seems like it's crying. The sky. The yeah. sky. Yeah. Well, your your feelings definitely care about the sky, but yeah, uh, yeah I, d- I don't know if it goes the other way. The sky okay, might so be wait, a psychopath. So I do like. Sorry, Andy. I do like the idea of the maths that does care about or facts, maths or facts that care mm, about that your feelings. care about your feelings. Um, you know, it could be a new Wikipedia where when you go to Wikipedia, you tell it how you're feeling, and then it gives you then it gives you the news, gives mm. you the, the 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 facts. Does a little survey. Maybe you, you talk and it analyzes your voice and your mood. Or it is a, yeah, you know, like I feel like, you know, was it Nash, uh, the beautiful mind guy? He, you know, N- he came up with, yeah, came yeah. up with new kind of mathsy kind of things. We could do one with that where a guy's coming up with new maths that does care about your family. That's not yeah. a, this is not a good description of anything. This is terrible. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know I this mean, thing? What if we came up with a different thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, there is, there is. I mean, there's probably a way that you could. I mean, because this does feel like you know, there's, a, there's definitely a joke in there, especially if you're giving, mm. you, if, if let's, let's say you're performing this on stage and you're sort of just giving a long description of this thing, and then you yeah. go at the end, you go, and what you have there is a fact that does care about your feelings. See, yeah, you know, and so that feels. That's, you know, it's got a structure um, to it. We've come up with a good structure. That's a good yeah. bit of closure at the end there. This mm. would be another good right wing sketch. Which we are also good at coming up with occasionally. Oh yeah! I think uh, the other day I was kind of pitching stuff the other day at, at work, and I was like, and then I went, somebody went, I think that's from the wrong angle, and I went, <laughs> I went oh yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I don't really know <laughs> what, anymore. <laughs> what were you? What were you? What was the point? What were you trying to? Can I was you like, can kill you, them all? Kill them all? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, um, a friend of mine, um, Melissa McLenzie, who's doing this show at Comedy Festival, uh, where she's Sarah Huckabee Sanders, is currently reading Sarah Huckabee Huckabee Sanders's, uh, you know, autobiography, mm. and the the first chapter is called "Kill 'Em All." <laughs> wow! <laughs> I mean, I was like, I don't even know what context <laughs> in in which that would be. Okay. Know. Okay. Yeah. That's Unless... a really strong start. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta. Well, you gotta. Yeah. I mean, I guess you. You know, it's like it's like anything. You want to. You. You know, kids these days. You got to drop them in the middle of the action. You know, they got to start. You got to start with. Um. You got to you get their attention, and uh, I think that's it. That's the equivalent of starting in a fight scene. That. Uh, that chapter <laughs> heading. Maybe maybe it's about um, wild boar and stuff like that, you know, hogs and pigs. Could be you about know? hogs. Like, that's a big yeah. thing. I don't, you know, she is from Arkansas, so uh, she might have Arkan seen some pigs. <laughs> as just as she was starting to write, you know, often people write near a window. <laughs> yeah, Arkan saw some pigs. Arkan saw Arkan. some pigs. Arkan saw some pigs. <laughs> Are you spelling that? <laughs> I... Space K C A N C A N S space S A W. Yeah, well, although I'm actually spelling it S E E C, I can see, but uh, I'm pronouncing C saw. So C saw. Yeah, 
Seesaw. I'm pronouncing seesaw. Seesaw. <laughs> Here I go. Seesaw. There we go. This is. <laughs> this is. Where, where are we going with any of this, Andy? I'm not um, sure. I can't remember where we were going because I, I derailed all. us. Kill them all. Em all. Kill them all. It was it was starting because mm. me starting talking about right wing, accidentally p- pitching right wing uh, comedy. Mm. That's right. That's yeah. What was. Well, when when you were describing her reading that book, I th- I thought where it was going to go with was, and she start she makes a lot of good points. She's starting to really connect with her and understand where she's coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that isn't where you went with it. No, and no, no. I it appreciate that. that. It, it was, was very yeah, much yeah. a different direction. Yeah, I like I like choosing a few different directions. Um, which I use on my, which I, which I always pick using my comedy compass, um, mm. and so I tell a joke to it, and that joke induces a magnetic field that tells me mm. uh, whether or not it is. You see, this is because I keep making this mistake, so I've had to get this comedy compass, uh, and it now tells me whether or not my uh, my joke is going left or right or bang up the middle, <laughs> bang up the middle. Centrist, yeah, uh, centrist n- north, comedy, and the northern joke. Because mm. of course, the um, left is west and east is right. Yes, of course. Hang on, I had. So- oh, what about this? This is. I don't know if this is a comedy concept, but um, w- uh, it could be a horror concept, yeah. right? Uh, but yeah. what about it's this? It's some kind of a movie or a uh, or, or or something. Some sort of media, some form of media, in which the gist is we've got rid of the death penalty, and now the punishment for people who do unspeakable crimes is that they are not allowed to die, right? And mm. they, they, we keep them alive as they get older and older and older, right? Like yeah. I, I think, I, I think, I assume they still age. Maybe they don't age. That's a yeah. different. That's a slightly different thing. But mm. like that, that we that we basically refuse to let them die, and they sure. just sort of decay and get in more pain and suffer. It's awful. It's awful. I'm so sorry. I mean, <laughs> but, yeah, you're kind of describing modern society. Um, yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, but 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 this is now as a form of punishment yeah, for the yeah, crimes yeah. that we've done. Yeah. Right. Now, is there any way to turn that into something funny as opposed to awful? Um, no, I mean, right? I yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see. Like, what um, if what if Groundhog Day, right? Yeah. But it is a punishment for something he's done wrong, right? Because he obviously gets very unhappy at a certain point in that, and yeah. you know see. he's so having Groundhog a bad Day time. For a punishment, so, okay. So he's. Yeah, I mean, so so I mean, the eternity of having to relive like the same hour, or, mm. um, I mean, that the would same, be true. <laughs> the same five minutes. What, yeah, I mean, what if you are, what if you were at a party, right? You're yeah. at a party, and you and you're having these, you know, awkward conversations with people. There are people there that you don't like. You're trying to leave, right? You keep trying to leave the party, but yeah. you can't for whatever reason. And you've been there, you start to ask yourself, like, how long have I been at this party? And you try and remember arriving at the party, you realise you can't remember arriving at the party, okay? You can't leave the party, and you slowly over time realise that you are in hell, right? 
this is you are suffering some kind of eternal punishment. Like maybe I've always been at this party. What have I done? And you try and work it out. Yeah. You know, that's, it sh- that's in quite theory, it should be a good time, right? Because mm. it's a party. But this awful realization that that's not, I think this would be a great film. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, where at some point you go, I don't remember coming to this party. It's like, oh, dude, yeah. you've just had too much whatever you've had. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, you know, I guess you've got that great ending, right? What uh, is the great of, ending? Uh, well, you end it where you don't reveal. Like, maybe the person does something crazy and attacks somebody or kills them, jumps out a window or whatever, and you don't reveal whether or not they actually, what, what the truth was, whether or not they actually were in hell or not. And that's what art is. That's how you make people think something is clever. You don't, you, you know, you end it just at that moment where you don't reveal the actual truth. You're I allowed wonder, to know, but you don't tell anybody. Deep, how deep into a party um, mm. that you're at for eternity before mm. like i guess because like before everybody realizes but i think what what happens is is that because let's say let's say you're at the beginning of the party and somebody mm. is freaking out right mm. and then yeah. but, but, but the kind of main character is like oh geez somebody said too much or whatever yeah and then it's not until 15 minutes later or whatever into the movie or half an hour late this person realizes yeah. that they don't remember how they got to the party and yeah. how long they've been there for, right? Yes. But but then uh, there's – so then they eventually go through their sort of freak out arc of mm. realization and stuff. Mm. But then maybe they do jump out of the window, right? But mm. then they wind up back in the party. Mm. Either yep. they either they, they, they don't remember how they got there again or, or they they just end up back in there. And so at some point – because you would realize that if, if one person was realizing and then yelling and then all the other ones would realize that at some point it would just kind of all come crashing down and then it wouldn't be a party anymore. But at some point, mm. people might have to lean into acceptance that they're at a party and actually this is a fun time and they may as well, well it's, have it's a, fun. It's a, question, it's a question of whether or not the other people who are at the party are real people or whether mm. or not they are just some part of the experience yeah. they're demons well, they're in some way there to torment you or maybe they're all just versions of the same person maybe. at different stages of their but, own but there is something interesting about the concept of eternity and also your own mental state that mm. in order to get get through anything you've probably got mm. to instead of freaking out you probably do have to just go with it Mm. And maybe yeah. maybe we're picturing that it would be a really hard because you're just picturing getting tired really early. <laughs> you go, I can't possibly party anymore. I can't have any more fun. <laughs> this this is accurate. Yeah, this is accurate. You know, I mean, me. you picture going to a party as already being something bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, I walk in through the front door and I st- or I I'm, I'm I already like is this hell? Am I, I in hell? I don't remember how I got here. <laughs> how am I ever going to get out? And you jump out the window. He just walks in the front door straight to the window. Straight out the window. <laughs> oh thank God I broke my legs. <laughs> 
you you call this movie till death do us party. Right. Doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, if if it were to be that, it would have to be a wedding reception or something to make the the wedding the the, the wedding pun have meaning. I'm sure there are a billion albums by punk bands called Till Death Do Us Party. It's the worst and lamest name in the world. I'm and I apologize. But death, it's locked in. Party. It's locked it's, in. It's, I've already I've already <laughs> signed the deal with uh with MGM. Oh wow. Yeah, and um, I'm attached. I like how when they when they're talking about movies, they talk about somebody being attached to yeah. it. <laughs> I picture them suckering on like a like one of those fish, like a remora, like one of those ones that suctions to the to the glass. Yeah, yeah. I think they also suck onto sharks and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's. Oh yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. really cool. I wonder if it'd be good to have one of those for us. You know, like, yeah, a, just like a suction, a suction animal of some sort that suctions onto us, and then maybe like as an instead of having to shower all the time, something that you got to scrape does, them off. Like no, no, but they they go around, they get, they clean you up. They love. I'm whatever you whatever you're shedding. Your they want right, so they're yeah, so that you know, dead, I mean, dead skin cells, dirt, mm. sweat, like that. They they get in there, they lick under your armpits. <laughs> they clean them up. Are they licking you? Is it yeah. like a sort of a, some, you know, yeah. they're, they're, they're cleaning you with their tongues? Yeah, some, yeah, I would say that there's some of that. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I mean, that, that's, I think that's great. I think that, I, picture you, it as a, I picture it as a little monkey. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. I picture it as a, a pink, you know, it's pink and fleshy. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. But maybe mm. that's a, you know, yeah, maybe little, that's too sexual or something, or a bit, you know, a bit well, too human. It's like a like a vagina kind of like a revolver type situation. That sort of no, like a, I guess I was picturing more phallic actually, mm. because I, I guess I'm just picturing a version of those those fish that cling onto the sharks. Yeah, sure. Um, but you know, I I I think a, a I macro big, parasite big... for humans would be really mm. interesting. Um, I'm writing little macro parasite. <laughs> um, right creature why would you write little macro parasite well because the whole point of it is that it's supposed to be large i know that's why i mentioned it to you because of the contradiction but i had already written the the word little and then i thought macro parasite does sound good so then i've added creature as well because so that we don't think that it's Uh, just like a a um you know parasite makes you think of single-celled organisms i mean unless it's a large single-celled organism but i think (laughs) what about a Go, go on. I mean, um, you know, I think I think I like those fish things because they they actually do probably put their whole suction cup mouth into your armpit and just and then kind of just like completely mm. clean up the whole area like that. Mm. Um, how how do you feel about this? A parasite that is bigger than you, right? It's larger than you are. You mm. can't remove it for whatever reason, and yep. so you know. Maybe it's um maybe it floats along, it's full of gas, or maybe it 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 rolls along. It doesn't slow you down necessarily, but it does make yeah. it harder to get into spaces. I guess you've got to have bigger doors or whatever. But yeah. like it 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 is this, it's a it's a big it's a huge parasite. It wraps 
parts of its tendrils around your um, nervous system so that it's impossible to remove it without killing you. And then just everybody has these things that are attached to them. Yeah, I mean, you could imagine in a situation where everything, you know, ecosystems start collapsing that you might have to create little microclimates, microbiomes around yourself and mm. something something that involves like a, uh, you know, some, you know, a large kind of oozy kind of, you know, creature that uh, provides Well, I mean, this is quite similar what to what need. we had. L- <laughs> is this like last week where we had gunk? We had some sort of goo, like that we were oh, squirting into, filling no, in the no, gaps in yeah, ecosystems? No, yeah, no, no, that was just, that was covering everything to just preserve it. Whereas this mm, is now something okay. that we carry with us. Because remember, yeah. humans had left Earth. And yeah. while we tried to just find a way to save it, whereas this one, we're, we're choosing to stay. <laughs> right. Um, but we have to then kind of uh, be covered in sort of various uh, macro parasites well, and kind of co- like, you know, sort of like, like, like it's almost like a type of um, soft coral that can go around you. And um, what about this? It's like a sort of a living terrarium thing. It's a you know, it's a it's a fleshy globe shaped blob. So it's the the world is 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 un, uninhabitable. But what we have is we've created these things, and there is a little ecosystem inside this this sort of living blob, right? Yeah. And that is attached to you and to your lungs and to your you know to your um, waste your 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 uh, your your genitals and your bum hole, yeah. right? And so now, instead of having a big world that supports us all as a group, it's this um, future in which individually individuals are able to have you know individual responsibility. Okay, it doesn't make sense that the Earth should provide oxygen for everybody. If you want to be alive, you should have your own fleshy symbiote that yeah. has you know weird bacteria and stuff inside it that filters and produces oxygen and yeah. all that and when, kind of thing and, and you drag you, it around yeah and when you go to like a you know like a, a a restaurant or something like that or like any kind mm. of food place they don't give you food because you're 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 sort of your symbiote blob um offers you food Provides you with that what, stuff. What, yeah. what they do is they offer you a different spores that can go in there and kind of compete with the others which might change the flavor mm. of certain you know of the food that you get sure. in um yeah through your nostrils or with you know or whatever it is you know it just kind of helps uh balance your your biome allows you to for for, for the uh for the spores you consume to be slightly uh, different you know yeah yeah you maybe can, they also have a big lamp that you can put your biome under so that it can get some more um energy to sure. photosynthesize and produce more sure, sure, whatever sure. So, so you're just kind of like breathing in this thing and then um mm. and then it just turns your co2 into oxygen and things yeah like that. i know, guess it has like hi- kind I of hyper, hyper plants <laughs> I imagine it having weird little fleshy finger type legs all over the bottom of it and it scuttles along next to mm. you. Yeah. I could picture it kind of rolling a little bit, you know, rolling with rolling, that. Rolling, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, sure. instead of a rolling ooze as well. Mm. You know, I mean I think I think each person is gonna have their own versions. This is gonna be a very deep into the sort of um the bioengineering world when when we accept a lot more wetware 
and um, you know, not mm. just for its processing uh, abilities, but also for the way in which it can, you know, uh, be better than a wheel and things like that. I mean, mm. essentially, you're kind of wearing a beanbag. Yeah, know, a, that's right. A beanbag that might even be dragging along the ground, and um, <laughs> and then, uh, but it's just it's teaching it to move out of the way when you want to consummate a relationship with your beloved. You know, that's the, yeah, of course. You know, I mean, at some point, I guess we could train these things to to get these things, or or maybe you just keep your genitals in a little test tube kind of thing. You know, mm. underpants become. Mm. A little test tube area where you go. Oh, I, I can't allow the, uh, the uh, you know the creature, the symbiote, to go over that area, even though it wants to. It's always trying to get in there. <laughs> um, you go, no, no, no. That's that's only for my beloved. Yeah, great. You push the symbiote out of the way so that yeah. you can shove your test tubes together. Yeah, you kind of have to create a little airlock between you and your beloved before you you make love. Make the love. Mm. The love. The, the making love. of the love. The making of all the love. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, that's horrifying. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, at some point we got to we gotta do it. Now, do you think, I was just looking up before, well, actually between, between when we first spoke on the phone and then you got that phone call telling you that you're uh, in the hole another five grand... <laughs> Yeah. Or, or no, you would be if you were to choose to fix your car that you can't afford to. Mm. Um, mm. But you know, you're going to just do this. You're just going to stay out on your on your campsite, right? Yeah, Instead that's of going right. I think it, just tell I've tell just your beloved have to make the choice. It looks like it's going to be a home birth, hun. <laughs> I'll I'll prepare <laughs> I, some I've hot water and towels. We're going to shelter in place, honey. Mm. That's right. Um, I'm going to barricade the windows. No, it's not a hurricane. Mm. I know, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I need something to do right now. I'm a bit stressed. Um, yeah. But uh, while, while, anyway, while you were taking your phone call, I started looking up how many salt lakes there are. Don't you think we should, like, is there, has anyone ever considered we just refill all the salt lakes with salt, with ocean water? As a way to reduce the ocean, the water levels? Yeah, I don't know if the, it will. I don't know how much of a big dent it will make in terms of the mm. ocean levels, but um, but would it help the land for there to be Somehow. more? <laughs> but then, yeah, but wouldn't it help the land in some way for there to be more water around? I don't know if it helps if it's salt water. I don't know, I know what but, that achieves. But I mean, yeah, it it only that the salt water will only be salt water in the on the salt flat. Or, you know, on the mm. salt lake, right? Which it mm. already is salty. And so that's already fucked, right? That's fine. So yes. it's, the, it's the other part where where it, then it gets evaporated and then it falls and things like that. I mean, the whole center of our country is desert and things like that, right? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I don't know if they can track individual... Um, oh, do they know where the, where the evaporation... Like, I don't know. If you, if you put... Um, water in the middle of Australia. I don't know if the rain would then fall where you want it to, or does it, you know, evaporate there and then fall somewhere else? I mean, that's a possibility. The air's yeah. moving, I mean, the but there's also moving. there's also just there's also just going to be more uh, water in the air. In the air, that's you know, true, there, and maybe that will help. There's some more precipitation. That, yeah, there's some creatures that um, some plants that l- like live off of just the fog in the, the mountain fog and things like that, like the moisture from. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The mountain mm. fog. So mm. that there is, you know, things like that. Anyway, mountain I just think dew. mountain dew, they live off of mountain dew. Mm. Dew. Dew. Mm. Mountain dew. I can't, I can't say it like that. Dew. It's, it's so funny when dew. people say, dew. say, you know, like, <laughs> it's, it's so funny when people say, they say Putin's name, Putin. Mm. <laughs> it's like, it's, it really is like a, quite a, like a, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't want to protect this guy in any way. <laughs> but no? I don't okay. think his name is Putin. <laughs> Putin. <laughs> that's, okay. that's okay. I don't think that counts as protecting him. I don't yeah. think I don't think you are uh, apologizing for anything that he's done or saying that he's right. Uh, I don't think he's right. NATO I don't think- started the war in Ukraine, which so many people on Twitter are saying. And it yeah. just feels like transparent Russian propaganda. Like, I know that we also are exposed to propaganda in the West, mm. absolutely. But just this one, like, I'm, I'm like, yeah, anyway, I yeah. feel like he, it's, pro, it feels, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Russia started the war. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm with you, Andy. But, Mm. And, but that said, Putin. Yeah, no, P- no, yeah. On, on that one, I'm, I'm with you. I'm completely on with that. With I'm you. on Russia's side. Yes, but everything else, I'm on. I'm a big support supporter of Putin, of Putin. Just the pronunciation, not the person, <laughs> but the Putin pronunciation. Yeah, it's too late. I've already clipped that out and put it on on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. This is Andy Matthews. Mm, finally. Oh, I, I could get cancelled. I know, but Andy, once you get cancelled, you get access to the to the other to the other audience. Mm. The dark yeah. audience, which is an audience who want to see people only because <laughs> they've, they've been cancelled. And then they go, yeah. Oh, I have so much disposable income for people who have been cancelled. Mm. Like that. It's then, true. The, you, you, you go to the cancel verse, right? You travel through a, a portal yeah. into the, the world of those who have been cancelled, this shadowy afterlife, um, yeah. and then, wh- and then, which also happens at the same time as regular life and also you're able to get a lot of media attention. You're able to get on television in Australia talking about how you were cancelled, mm. which is crazy because – it's so hard to do that otherwise. Yeah. And then, um, and then, and the thing is, is that you don't have to, you don't have to actually develop any new material because, because it's no. the conservative side. They try to conserve the same jokes, <laughs> right? And so they <laughs> the want, whole, that's the they, whole point. <laughs> the whole point. And so they want you to say, they want you to go out there and they want you to say, it's outrageous, all of this woke culture. 
like that. And then they'll yeah. cheer and whoop and probably laugh <laughs> because they're actually yep. way, they're way more supportive than the other, the other audiences. Give us the old gear. Give it, that's exactly what they want. Yeah. Nothing new, please. Same old, same old. Just hit me with it. All right. This woke culture is bullshit. Woo! Woo! Yeah! They have never been happier. (laughs) I mean, could you even imagine just being at that Roseanne show? That one. Do you see the clip of her doing stand-up? You go, no, no. Um, it's just like some, it's like Fox News started doing comedy specials and all it is, is just somebody who's way too angry. <laughs> just yeah, going, wow. you know, like she's angry with her own children, I guess it seems like from her thing. And they're just like, you be, you never had to struggle. Da, da, da. You know, my pronouns are kiss my ass, get a job mm. or whatever it was. Right. Mm. Um, yeah. Right. You know, and that's, wow. what, they're, that's what they're there for. Yeah. Not the kids. I don't think that's what her kids are there for. But imagine if your pronouns work at a job. How does that work? <laughs> that it's yeah. That is actually quite. You think saying they is difficult. So, yeah. uh, so uh, we've got a new employee, and uh, get a name, job uh, is uh, from get, yeah. Um, yeah. Get a job is from television and uh, get a job has uh, had a bit of time off due to uh, due to being canceled uh, mm. and get a job is a bit angry about that still. And so we're going to be a little bit careful around get a job. Mm. So uh, if you have... Um if you have been cancelled, um, I mean, how long do you think until we on the left consider that people who have been cancelled um, are viable subjects to have their organs harvested to, um, you know, to support the people who haven't been cancelled? You know, it could be that we, if we, if we defeat death, right, right, we, fi- we find a way to make people live forever. Oh man, I want then, that so bad. Being cancelled will be the new kind of death. That'll take the role of death, mm, right? Sure. And um, and then I guess, that, and uh, I guess having a conservative audience that's going to hell. Yes, <laughs> that is the afterlife. You know, appearing on that kind of right wing circuit yeah. um, is, you know, that's your body decomposing and returning to the earth, and. <laughs> I mean, if we are living in... The, uh, I don't think I can even try and explain what I was thinking about then. Uh, that's what makes but, it more interesting, <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, okay. So, like, uh, what if what if that is already what's happened, right? Yeah. And people who die, right, on some level, the way the universe... The reality that we can't perceive, right, is that death... Because because we're just living in a simulation created by our own brains, yeah. right? What if what if the reality that we are living in is one in which um, there is no death, there is cancel culture, and what we perceive as bodies 
degrading and dying, stopping to function, is actually just a representation in our minds of a deeper reality, which is that these people um, are being cancelled, right, by <laughs> by woke reality, mm. by um, woke entropy, by whatever it is, yeah. and uh, and the. So that what that would mean is that when we think we hear ghosts or people think they see ghosts, those are just that person's continued career yeah. in a sort of a metaphysical right-wing <laughs> uh, media sphere, okay? Right. So There's... all of this stuff that yeah. what we think constitutes life and death is in fact just a our brain's um, representation of uh, uh, the media, uh, media careers of an organism that we are just a projection of existing in a completely different reality. It's 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 beautiful, Andy. There's a there's a Thanks, version. Man. There's a <laughs> version of there's a version of that. What's that Nicole Kidman movie where she's mm-hmm. the the twist is that she's a ghost. Is it? Is that um, a Nicole Kidman movie? Yeah. Isn't that the sixth sense? Isn't no, no. One with a Nicole Kidman as a ghost. Is yeah, that the others? The, Is the, that yeah, the, the others? others? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So she's in a house, and and with maybe with her kids, but and so then she mm. thinks the house is haunted. Mm, but right. she's the ghost. That's a great twist. At the end, it turns out that she's the ghost, right, and that they had actually mm. died. But it's that. But. <laughs> But mm. um, the twist is that at the end, you find out that she, they've actually been cancelled. And so, and they live. <laughs> and and they, that's why no one can hear them or listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're writing horrible things on the walls in blood. But that's because that's the only way that they can get their message across and be heard by the mainstream. Yeah. That's right. Hang on. Um, yeah. Go. Sorry. I like uh, so I guess in in my one everything that we think is our existence yeah. is actually just a metaphorical representation of of something occurring in a plane. So rather than us being a um a projection onto, you know, four dimensions of an, you know, 11-dimensional reality what we are is a metaphorical description of a um, a socio-political dynamic in, <laughs> in, in for for creatures vastly more complex and difficult to understand than our, than ourselves. Imagine that. Imagine if we're just metaphors, Alastair. Well, how would we prove that? <laughs> I was I was looking at this because. Yesterday I was trying to write a joke <laughs> and obviously mm. I'm going to start looking at stuff to do with uh, how, because like the, I think the Nobel Prize for Physics this year went to the people who've, who've basically shown that the universe is non-local, is, 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 no, is not locally real. Right. <laughs> I love that. I didn't know that, but that's, that's right? incredible. And feels so, like you shouldn't be allowed to prove that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's it's, fucked it's too up. disturbing. So, <laughs> yeah. so essentially the idea that that things um, that like a you know, a tomato when you're not looking at it, when it isn't being observed, doesn't exist. They've right? proven that? I think that that's what 
I think that's what so the, babies babies were right about object permanence then. Yeah, actually, I'd like to apologize to babies. Oh my god, because <laughs> that that means that actually babies aren't learning something that's there; they're having yeah. to learn a correction. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow, it's like, but and then because yeah, and so me trying to write a joke about what is the purpose of existence, and then saying, well, basically. Uh, it seems like current physics is stating that actually things don't exist. Um, mm. they, they only we, we, we only we create them in our mind, yeah. right? Uh, and so and 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 that includes all things, rocks and people, and uh, including the concept of purpose. And so we have to mm. ask, well, why did we create purpose? Um, mm. you know. <laughs> oh, that did, this is this is a real nightmare. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, Not just... only do we have to create our own purpose, we have to create a reason to create a purpose. Mm. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I mean, a the whole thing for purposes. The whole thing seems to me like it's a we live in some much more difficult to understand kind of universe mm. in some way mm. that that we're, it's probably encoded on the on the edge of a black hole or something like that. Okay. Right? Remember yep. how like all the information is supposed to be encoded on the surface of something? It's got something to do like that, mm. right? And we're like a a 5D projection on a two, 3D surface or whatever it is, those kinds of things. And so we can't possibly in, uh, understand what that coding looks like on the edge of a circle. <laughs> mm. um, but the way that we manifest the universe is in a way so that it is understandable so that we can get around and do things. And probably mm. our <laughs> our interpretation of the universe <laughs> is something that has evolved over time. And uh, it's the, the model for how we see the world is probably yeah. a big part of evolution and why a certain, maybe that's why we beat, that's why we beat Neanderthals. There's just something different in how we perceive <laughs> like because or else why does it why did we beat them they probably just hung out in smaller groups and we were more mm. mean but um <laughs> but and we know, had sex with them and took their dna took their dna we took all their good bits their big yes their big, that big um <laughs> neanderthal brow so that you could keep some sun out of your eyes yeah you don't have nice to wear visor. a baseball cap mm. <laughs> well we still do that's the thing <laughs> As a as a as a nod to our non Neanderthalic um, uh, ancestry. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, um, I don't know what. Alistair, the, is this, got... what is this podcast anymore? What do um, we do? <laughs> Two idiots try and explain their understanding of yeah. how the universe is impossible to explain or understand. This is. Uh, I really, if anyone's listening to this, I really appreciate you and thank you very thank much. Thank you very for, much. Making us feel, <laughs> giving us an excuse to say this shit. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's just a weird thing where I'm like, I think, I think everything is code. Everything is code. It doesn't, that's, maybe that's mm. why in my mind I'm like, ah, yes, it's all code. And that's why none of the stuff is really real. These are just manifestations yeah. of the code going, processed through our, our brain. But of course, that seems silly as well. Because um, why would I, we have I this? hope this is my, my plan, right? Mm. As I as I die, 
Yeah. I hope I have the forethought to say, I'm being cancelled. Help. <laughs> that would be really nice, actually. <laughs> As a white man, my, my, my voice is being silenced. I hope I could I could get that out with my final breaths. Yes. Oh, it'd be great woke. if I was being stabbed being stabbed to death. Yeah. To say, help, I'm being cancelled. My woke heart <laughs> is killing me. In the work sorry, my woke heart is silencing me, sorry. No, but the the woke passage of time. Yeah, I know. Is, but you know, you gotta die of something. It can't just be the passage of time. But maybe you're right. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> Fine. No, Andy, yours is funnier. I'm sorry. Thank you, But Alistair. I thought maybe we could go for less funny things these times. We always go for the funny one, Andy. Yeah, um, all right. Well, so now we got to go to three words from a listener, Andy, because I know we have enough um, uh, universe analyzing things. Uh, and today, I think I don't think we've done this one. Um, we've got, uh, it's from Jerry Dell Jaduce. <laughs> I don't know if I've Jerry Del Jaduce. 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 Del Jaduce. Um, so Jerry has sent in three words from a listener. from, uh, And the listener he chose this time was Jerry Del Jaduce. Mm. And uh, he supports us on Patreon. It's very kind. And then he sent in three words that... Jerry would like you to try and guess what they are. Okay, the first word is uh, underlay. You know what? I bet you we've already done this because I think he he sent trois mots. He sent trois uh, mots. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. But and then maybe we had, he did. I think wasn't there a time where we both started speaking French? Trois mots. Do you know what trois yeah, mots means? Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if it was related to that. Okay, great. Um, so is it underlay? Uh, no, it's not underlay. It's horrible. Uh, it's okay. a horrible, horrible? word. This okay. word is horrible. horrible. What is it? <laughs> horrible? Yes. That's uh, great. Uh, okay. the <laughs> uh, what about we do a new version of who's on first, yeah. right? But the name of <laughs> the person on first base is second baseman. Yeah, that's good. Will that work? Um, <laughs> yes. Um, no, and then and then All what? Right. This person on second is it's no, it's me. It's, and the name <laughs> yeah, is it's great. me. <laughs> no, right. it's me uh, is the name of the person on second base. Okay, the second word is horrible um, uh, noodle. Horrible noodle. noodle. Noodle? No, Andy. No, 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 no. It's not anything to do with food. It's hybrid. Horrible hybrid animals. Horrible hybrid animals. Uh, Andy, it's close. You went for fauna, but actually it's horrible hybrid. Hyacinths? Horticulture. Horticulture. Horrible hybrid horticulture. Oh, yeah, well, you know, we know that you can graft a uh, I was thinking about a limb on of back. a tree onto a plant, yeah. another tree onto another tree, but could you graft a human limb onto a tree? I thought you could were going to say... Could there be some... But, but wouldn't a branch of like from an apple tree on your back? On your back, well, that's good as well. But yeah. for some reason, the idea of a 
a tree with arms, with human arms, I yeah. find. <laughs> well, that would be to, to shoo the birds away. Stop eating all <laughs> yeah. my cherries. Uh, it could pluck its own apples. Eh? It could pluck its own apples. Oh, yeah, it could pluck its own and throw them like that one in Self-pluck. the uh, Wizard of Oz. Oh, do they a, do that? Is no. that a, tr- a tree in the Wizard of Oz? They throw apples at you? I don't know. Don't remember. Don't, I don't recall. Or seems is that, likely. Or is that, or is that in one like of my sci fi stories from um, Sci Fi Try Guys? Patreon I get bonus. I confused all the time. Uh, <laughs> um, Apparently, sci fi uh, publications are being flooded with stories now. Can you guess why? From, from AI, people getting yeah. shit written by AIs. That's so. That's so <laughs> Suddenly, people They've are like, been really be hoisted a- by their own petard, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? But like, also, I want to be an author now. I want to be a published author now. It's like, mm. well, you're just fucking getting your this thing to write a story for you, and then you're putting yeah. your name on it. Yuck. Yeah, that is extremely yuck. Um. Um. All right. Uh. I mean. I f- this okay. could get really messy, all this yeah. stuff with computers writing everything. I think it's going to be... I think we're in for a bit of a fucking ride, to be honest. I think so, too. I think this and e-bikes. I don't know why. E- like, both of them feel... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, e-bikes. but it's just... Yeah, the e-bike thing is just because it's like, if you're if you're riding along and then somebody rides past you because they've got electric motor helping them. There's just yeah. something that tiny bit annoying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was not thinking of comparing those two things, but all right. And so, and I think uh, my fear is when they, they combine the two, somehow you're going to be riding and writing things <laughs> at the same time and exerting no effort. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a cyclist author like that. <laughs> and then you're just riding along. I'm a cyclist. Hey. A I'm what? a sci-fi-clist. Sci-fi-clist. That's very good, Andy. I, I ride my electric bicycle and I have an AI write, <laughs> write science fiction for me at the same time. Andy, there's a, there's a sci-fi story in that. And it'll, it'll, it'll get straight in if they can actually read through the fucking garbage. Um, but, um, yeah. Anyway, so what do you think about this thing about growing plants on your back or growing, you know, like growing, finding places where you could, you know, you've seen these like micro, what are these ones that people talk about these micro herbs or something like that, where they kind of grow, they grow, it's like they, they, you can just grow them indoors. They get about two inches high and mm. mi- micro greens or whatever they're called like that. And then they just like, Oh yeah, we can, I grew these in my garage and I can sell them to, uh, you know, I can sell them to restaurants and things like that. And, you know, it's just... I've never eaten a microgreen. Have you ever eaten a microgreen? I know. I don't even really know what you're talking about. I might have seen the word written down once or twice. But, you yeah. know, I, I believe... I'm not I'm not saying I don't believe that it's a real thing. Uh, what about... I, I mean, I'd quite like to see, like, a, a, an island of Dr. Moreau type story in which the, the, the mad scientist is... Mm breeding plants right that are like a plant on top and then human legs on the bottom yeah so you see like a tree sort of running around trying yeah. to get in the sun on its human legs they're taking mm-hmm. you know um you know they they yeah they're cutting these things together maybe they're 
maybe they're doing the opposite as well. So you see a man rooted to the spot, right, with a with a trunk and roots going down into the ground, but his upper body, um, mm. you know, sort of like a a centaur, but with um but with trees, and the yeah. other way round as well. Um. I think the idea of a of a tree that could run around taking itself down to the beach or whatever. Getting some salt water uh, in its roots. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have roots. It has human legs. Yeah, it just wants have, to get in the sun. I know, but you don't think that like the legs will need some kind of wooded kind of uh, help as a tree gets bigger and bigger and it's just got these little human legs to carry the wood? Yeah, you know, I guess they I guess they bulk up, you know, they get more muscular. That's true. Stronger. And, but I also picture them sort of like how would trees deal with that kind of thing? Because we know trees are very competitive, competing for the light, trying mm. to be the highest. I picture them also sort of kicking each other and trying to knock each other over and clambering up the fallen limbs of other trees that they've kicked down, <laughs> trying to get as high as possible up to the sun. Yeah. It'd be quite violent, I think. You think it would be very violent? Yeah, I wonder. Because, I mean, if you can run, then you probably don't need to take a risk like that. But maybe maybe you do, maybe you don't. It depends on how crowded the the situation yeah. I mean, is that you find also, yourself in. And maybe as the you know the sun, as clouds cover the sun, then there's just a patch of sunlight. All the trees are racing towards it, trying to get in there. Mm. That's when it would get quite violent. I think. Yeah, that's I true. think this would be a very fun thing to see animated yeah. in a uh, you know maybe we could get an AI to do it for us. Oh yeah, but it's. <laughs> um. Yeah, and, and send it into um, Clark's World. Yeah, Clark's World. I didn't even know about Clark's World until I found out they were being flooded with AI-generated stories. Yeah. Um, I was listening to their podcast, but a lot of the sci-fi stories are just way too serious. And I get that that's yeah. what a lot of like sci-fi is, but... <sighs> Too much emotional, yeah, it's, it's too much emotional it's stuff than, um, than, yeah. uh, than uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't even like um, adventure that much. But yeah, I think that's good. I think that's good. Those guys, you know, the, what the problem with those ones will be is that it's going to be very difficult to keep them on an island because... Do you think they're going to swim away? Well, I mean, a tree will float a lot of the time, won't it? The branches probably yeah, would float. that's true. And then that's plus true. they've got the kicking legs. <laughs> they could kick their way along. Yeah. Um, I think if somebody successfully managed to do this, they would take over the world. Yeah, and that's why we sh- we shouldn't play God. We well, shouldn't be. It's, I, I wonder mean, if, if anyone is trying to do this anywhere in any labs. Oh yes, Triassic I think they Park. Be stopped. It'll be oh, Triassic. Very good. <laughs> not Triassic. Not the not, Triassic not Park. Triassic not Park. to be confused with the dinosaurs. No, we get. No. We, we get a lot of people coming here thinking it's Triassic Park, no, it's hoping it's, to see a Stegosaurus. No, no, no. It's Triassic because it's the trees and then they've got legs, of course, and an ass. Uh, <laughs> an ass? And it's, and it's really sick. We think it's, it's fucking really sick. awful ass. Because, you know, <laughs> yeah, you ever tried to wipe, wipe. It, wipe an ass <laughs> with a branch? Um, yeah. uh. <laughs> I mean, what are they pooping out? <laughs> Uh, they, or maybe they're just farting oxygen, pure yeah. oxygen. That could that could be it. That'd be beautiful. Mm. Um, I saw a creature that is like a slug type creature that lives underwater. Kind of looks like a um, 
kind of looks like a succulent because it's all green mm. and kind of has those kind of cute kind of you know rounded kind of points like some of those succulents do but but and apparently it can photosynthesize because it eats so much algae yeah i've heard about that that's really cool yeah i, I like that. it a lot i'm gonna have to go through the sketch ideas andy so what we got here is maths or facts that do that does care about your feelings it's a new type of uh, yeah I think we could get a Nobel Prize if if we can invent this. I think this mm. could be big. Yeah, you know, it's just it needs to be. It's just just an algorithm. Um, realizing, I mean, basically, we do have we do employ that kind of maths in in playing games with children and letting them win. Yeah, that's <laughs> we, true. We use a type of maths that does care about their feelings. Um, realizing you are stuck at the party for eternity till death do us party. Um, mm. you know it's a kind of hell thing kind of hell kind of hell sorry I'm just writing that down you're um, waiting your friend your friend is going to give you a lift home and that's why you can't leave right and mm. they keep finding excuses to stay and you're slowly realizing that that's what's mm. happening yeah and then we got little macro parasite creature that uh, suctions mm. to your body and cleans you. Mm. Then we've got yeah, nice. each person has a blob creature that provides air and food as, as a type of symbiote. Then we yes. have uh, enter the cancel verse. Then we have <laughs> uh, the what if get a job were your pronouns. Were Roseanne's <laughs> pronouns. <laughs> Then we have our, our existence is um, a metaphysical representation of a media career and death is a cancelling and the, it's like a, a potential uh, side uh, idea for that is that it's like the others but you've haven't you've have been cancelled. Um, yeah, and then that's really these, good. That's, this, they realize at the end when that's why no one can hear them or listen to them. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a white man. It's an old white man. Yeah. And he... <laughs> He thinks maybe he's a ghost, yeah. but at the end, the twist is that he isn't a ghost. He's he just, just been cancelled. <laughs> and then we have the Sci-Ficlist, and we have the Island of Dr. Moreau, but mm. ha- half trees, half human. There we go. Well, Andy, we did it. Are you ready? Thank you so much for listening to In Think Tank. We love that you did that to it. And you can buy tickets to Alistair's show. You can, um, you know, uh, email me links to uh, affordable uh, six-plus seater cars. Um, that you it might be under a thousand dollars. If you, if anybody a has review. a car, if anybody has a car Online. that could sit six people, and you are in Australia, and you either want to just get rid of it or can take less than a thousand dollars for it, mm. Um, mm. <clears throat> and he might need it before be before the birth in about seven to a week, six yeah, days, six days. <laughs> <sighs> So we got to get George and to edit this one quickly so yep. that we can yep. <laughs> get the word out. Right. Take care, everybody. And we, and we love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.